Hello, you're listening to your favorite podcast, Not Another Sports Podcast. And before we start our episode, we want to say thank you, thank you, thank you to all the fans who've been supporting us to this time. And if you're a new fan or just now listening, uh, make sure you subscribe and follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Not Another Sports Podcast and at Twitter, N underscore A underscore S underscore Podcast. Now enjoy the show. Hello and welcome to another episode of your favorite podcast, not another sports podcast. I'm here with you, with my co-hosts Kevin and Jordan. Yes, sir. This is Jordan. Yes, sir. This is Kevin. I am Brandon, by the way, because I definitely forgot to say that. But as always, um, we're gonna kick this off with something positive. My something positive for this week is um, shout out to people who got your back and you know loyalty basically is what i'm trying to say i was gonna say a whole bunch of nothing for one word shout out to loyalty yes sir yes sir i like that because um we need much of that we need much more much much more of that i should say um that's a fact especially through situations now but my um positive for the week is um Aaron Judge got 30 home runs before the All-Star break. That was that was good to see, and it was a grand slam. So that was fun to see. Um, Lamar Jackson is back in camp. He's playing, and so far, so good. Everything seems like he's on track to be there and start the season. We ain't going to have no holdouts or nothing like that. And, um, yeah, I got a new EP coming, How I'm Coming to, yes, dropping sir. at the end of the month. So. Yes, sir. And we finna bully Will to put a verse on there. Bang. <laughs> 05. Bang. Okay. Um, my positive shout out to the Braves. Um, we won two out of three against Cincinnati. Cincinnati. Should have swept. No, it was somebody else. Um, yeah. Um, the Cardinals. Yeah. Four, swept. No, we won three out of four. Three out of four against the Cardinals. We should have swept them. Somebody else we won two out of three against. I can't remember. But Cincinnati. Um, we lost that Sunday game. Oh yeah, that's okay. Yeah, you're right. Um but yeah, I feel like we're in a good position. Um we play the Mets three straight games. Like I predicted, they're probably gonna push Max Scherzer back um to that Monday game. They're gonna try to um say that they needed him a little bit more rest, wanted to get him against a division opponent. But we don't really fear Max Scherzer. Like we slap him around consistently from the Nationals days, even through the Dodgers days. So. And LCS, go okay. watch it. Um, so, I mean, I'm not really afraid of them. I, I am excited to see how we do play in this series, though. Um, Especially with it being at home, right? But yeah, that's my positive. Shout out to us. Um, also, Michael Harris, he's been playing great. Um, Duval is back playing well. Eddie Rosario is back healthy. Matt Sick is back. Um, we're about to get healthy at the right time, so it's looking pretty good. They're saying Ozzy will probably be back um, mid to late August. So um, we're really just hitting our stride at the right time. Yes, Brankies. With that being said, we're going to move on to our <laughs> weekly recap. Um, finally, finally. Literally, every sports talk show has been talking about it, the same thing every day. Baker Mayfield has finally been traded. Um, He's going to the Carolina Panthers. 
he did have to take a $3.5 million pay cut to uh, make this trade happen. So basically, um, all that, I ain't taking no cut. All that was for nothing. But with that being said, um, I don't think it moves the needle for um, for Carolina. They're not going to go win a Super Bowl now. Um, their offensive line is still, they, they rank 31, 31st best offense in the league out of 32 teams. So what you think? What does that tell you? Um, they're probably going to beat the Falcons once, either at home or on the road. But that's about it. They, they're not going to win the division. They, if they, nah, there's no, there's no telling in the NFC South. So it's going to be an interesting year. But he, he's not, they're not going to win the division. I'm still picking Tampa. But uh, who knows? They could eat, squeak into the um, back door their way into the playoffs. But they're not going to go win the Super Bowl. Um, we don't even know that he's going to be the day one starter. They went and paid all that money for Sam Darnold. And as we know um, in the NFL, if you make more money, nine times out of ten, they're going to um, do everything they can to give you that opportunity. It does present an interesting case. We still don't know what's going to happen with Deshaun Watson in Cleveland, but that's not what we're talking about right now. Um, yeah. How y'all feel about Baker Mayfield being traded? Um, I almost considered making this my something positive. The <laughs> fact that I don't have to hear about this every single day. Like, Kevin thought I was exaggerating when I said that they talk about this every day. And Skip said it um, one I think it was that Monday or Tuesday when he actually got traded. No, it was that Thursday, that Wednesday. But he was like, well, I can't remember exactly which segment it was because we talk about it every day for about seven segments a day. And that's no exaggeration, right? They really do talk about it at least three times. Like, it is ridiculous. But um, I don't really think it was a needle mover for the Panthers. I think Rob G did a great job of explaining it shout out to rob g um the producer of the odd couple he's gonna be a co-host this week since rob parker is off but um he said that baker took less money to get traded to a worse team for a ham sandwich and i feel like that's accurate like the panthers are not a good team and they only gave up at most a fourth round pick which may end up being the fifth round pick because there's no guarantee that Baker's going to start. So, I mean, I don't really have much of an opinion on this trade. It's one of those we just going to have to wait and see because I don't really think Baker is all that. I thought at one point in time he could lead the Browns to a Super Bowl. I actually picked him one year, but obviously he's not that guy. So we have to adjust our um, our expectations on him. So I would have to see probably the preseason to give an accurate what I think he can and can't do there. But um, like Brandon said, I would probably lean towards them trying to force Stan- Sam Darnold to still be the starter, seeing as how they gave up all of those draft picks and still are paying him $19 million. So that would be probably where I would lean towards. Yeah, I agree. I don't think the Panthers are a good team um, with or without Baker Mayfield. For the Browns, it's good for the Browns to get him out of there. So now they got one headache away. Now they can only just deal with this situation with Deshaun Watson instead of worrying about 
who's the backup and is Baker showing up and is he not showing up and they have to pay him or whatnot. But you got two quarterbacks. One was the number one overall pick, which was Baker Mayfield, and one was the number three overall pick, which was Sam Darnold in the same draft. Um, Sam Darnold has been there. Uh, I think he will come in as the starter. He's getting paid 19 million. Baker is at five. You will want the guy getting paid the most money to be in there. And besides, he's already been there. Um, I don't know what the Panthers have defensively that's going to keep them relevant. And they got weapons on the offensive end, but who knows if Christian McCaffrey going to be there, if he's going to stay healthy. I, I'm not putting all my chips onto that. So, And I don't see Baker Mayfield coming in and just taking the starting spot. And if he do, that's a still a sticky situation because at any given moment, he mess up, that's when the Sam Darnold talk is going to come in because he's getting paid $19 million. So I think you have to start Sam Darnold at first and see how it goes. But I have a bet with um, one of our friends, Amani, that... And Jordan. And Jordan, yeah. Mm-hmm. That the Panthers won't win more than two games. So Yeah, I don't, I don't know what the hell he was thinking. I'm. That's probably the easiest $50 I'm finna make. They made. They won five games with no Christian McCaffrey and Sam Darnold being trash. They started the season off 3-0. So. Yeah, but you know why I say they're going to win just two? Because I have more faith in Brandon's sorry team to steal a couple of wins from. A couple? We might just get one. They're probably going to get one, bro. Mm-hmm. That's what we couple. do. In our Falcons good years. Not, in our good, aren't a good team. <laughs> the Panthers. <laughs> yeah, we made the playoffs. Boy. Okay, it's two bad teams playing. They yeah. they can split. We, that's what we usually do. Um, with that being said, we're gonna move on to the MLB. The All Star starters have been officially announced. Um, I'm gonna read through them, and I'm also gonna read the backups. Well, the runner ups. With that being said, we're gonna start with catcher Wilson Contreras of the Chicago Cubs. And the runner-up was Travis Darno. Let's go. That's my catcher. Okay. And then the AL, we got Alejandro Kirk from the Blue Jays and Jose Trevino from um, the Giants. At first base, Paul Goldschmidt and um, of the Cardinals and Pete Alonzo of the Mets. Um, Wait, I'm oh. sorry. Jose Trevino and who? It was... Alejandro Kirk, he was the winner. That's he plays for the Blue Jays. Blue Jays, right? And Jose Trevino plays for the Yankees. Ah, I thought you said the Giants. I'm sorry. Ah, where was that? Oh, oh, in the AL we got Ale- uh, Vladimir Guerrero Jr. Yes, sir. Of the Toronto Blue Jays and Ty France of Seattle. Ah, huh, look at that. Um, the second base. In the NL, we got Jazz Chisholm Jr. Shout out to him. His first, this is his first All-Star game. He plays for the Marlins, and then, and our runner-up is the none other than the Atlanta Braves second baseman Isaiah Albies. Yes, sir. He should have been the starter. Yes, sir. The man, they always trying him. And then in the AL, we got uh, Jose Altuve of um, the Rangers. No, he plays for the Astros, and. Um, Santiago Espano from uh, Toronto. I'm sorry if I butchered your name. These are uh, interesting, to say the least. Um, 
At third base, we got Manny Machado, of course, of uh, San Diego, and Nolan Arenado of um, St. Louis. Rafael Devers in the AL from Boston, and Jose Ramirez from Cleveland. At shortstop, um, I'm going to save my thoughts to the end, but Trey Turner from the Dodgers, and the runner-up was Dansby. Shout out to Dansby from um, the Braves. And then the AL, we got Tim Anderson. Shout out to him from the White Sox, and Bo Bichette from um, Toronto. The designated hitter in the NL is Bryce Harper from Philadelphia and William Contreras of the Braves. Shout out to him. This probably be the first time in history we have two brothers as starters. Um, no, he probably won't start. If he's the runner-up, then how's he? No, it's, it's stupid. Hey, we'll man. get to it. In the AL, we got Shohei Otani and of uh, the Angels. Yes. And... Jordan Alvarez of Houston. And in the outfield, uh, Ronald Acuna Jr. from the Braves, Jock Peterson from San Francisco, and Mookie Betts from the Dodgers. And the uh, runner-ups are Sterling Marte from the Mets. Oh, I forgot he went to the Mets this year. And Adam Duvall from none other than the Braves. And in the AL, we got Aaron Judge from the Yankees, Mike Trout from the Angels, and Giancarlo Stanton from uh, the Yankees as well. George Springer and Lou. I'm just gonna go with Goriel. Lord, Lourdes Goriel. There you go. From this is teamwork. Both of them yeah. are from the yeah, Blue Jays. Oh, I'm sorry. Blue Jays. I don't personally have a problem. The only problem I have is with um, shortstop in the NL because if you've been watching, you've seen that Dansby has been better these summer months. Somebody said um, even the NL even that MLB account knows that Dansby was robbed. And the first comment was, calm down, nobody can um, cool slide like Trey. Dansby can't cool slide like Trey Turner. Personally, I feel like that might be the only reason he got in. And the fact that he plays for the Dodgers. That's it. I mean, I did my part. They tell us to get out here and vote. I voted. Most yeah. of the people that I voted for got in, too. So, I mean, literally the whole outfield for both teams, actually. And a couple of my runner-ups. Yeah. With that being said, how y'all feel about the uh, All-Star starters? Um... You know how they say if you don't vote, you can't really complain mm-hmm. about things? Mm-hmm. Well, I'm going to do it because I voted in the secondary stage. I didn't vote in the preliminary stage, but at that point, it didn't really matter because all the people I wanted to get in got in. Other than Austin Riley, but he wasn't beating Manny Machado or uh, Nolan Arenado anyway. Um, Matt Olson is just... He doesn't have a big enough name in a very deep first base class. So that's why he didn't get in. Um, My only thing is, there's a lot of hypocrisy going on in voting. Um, Like, for the longest, people were saying, well, we can't vote Ozzy in because he's hurt. But we're voting in Bryce Harper, who's hurt. That doesn't, it doesn't make sense. 
their argument is, well, I mean, his baseball reference stats will still show that he was the all-star starter. So then why not keep that same energy with Ozzy? That that doesn't make no sense. I get it. Jazz Chisholm is a good player, but he's not better than Ozzy. Um, I don't like the fact that um, whenever, like for Jordan Alvarez and Shohei Otani, the argument is that Jordan Alvarez doesn't pitch, but he's starting as a designated hitter. It has absolutely nothing to do with his pitching set. Um, so, I mean, Trey Turner, Dansby Swanson, it's close enough, but Dansby is the better player, but he doesn't have the bigger name. Um, so, I mean, I get it. It's a popularity contest, all-star game for the fans. But, I mean, at the end of the day, if we're going to go through all this effort of voting and putting in people, then why not get it right? Um I don't think that Stanton should be starting over Springer. But like many people are saying that they're hold, they're still holding the um, World Series. I mean, the cheating <coughs> scandal against him, even though he's on a completely different team now. And this is a whole new season. Like, I, I just don't get it. Like, I don't feel like fan voting should be the end all be all because stupid stuff like this can happen. Um, I don't have much to say about the All-Stars. Uh, from Most of them are deserving. You know, there's always politicking in it. But I want to just focus on Judge being the MVP and having 30 home runs before the All-Star break. And Giancarlo Stanton for finally making the All-Star starter, making the All-Star game, period, as a New Year Yankee. He's saying that 18, 19 home runs right now. Um performing really well and actually he's doing what he was brought to the Yankees to do. So it was it's nice to see them in the um outfield starting alongside the GOAT. Um I think he's just like automatic at that position every year until he decides he's done. But <laughs> um yeah, it's nice to see. I'm just glad he's healthy. Mike Trout? Yes. Yes. And still on a horrible team. Like that ain't that's his fault. The only like he's really could be the greatest of all time, and all he need is World Series now. Mm-hmm. Come to the Yanks, Mike. You see that? You see how that outfield looking All Star game? It could be you next season. But nah, we got like six more years on it. Something like that. <laughs> that man signed for life. <laughs> That being said, we're going to move back right back to football. The Las Vegas Raiders um, just, uh, how would you say this, hired their, um, the first black woman president, Miss mm-hmm. um, Sandra Douglas Morgan. I was reading a little bit of her bio while they were talking during the last segment. Um, <coughs> it makes sense. One, she has her doctorate in law. She's from Las Vegas, and she's worked in the gaming gaming industry. So she has the experience. I mean, it makes sense. Um, I like it. It's not. I don't see it as a bad move. I feel like um, if you are, if you have the qualifications, do the job. Who cares? I mean, we don't have to make a big deal about the fact that she's a black woman, but she is paving the way, even if she don't want the recognition for it. So, I mean, congratulations. 
Let's go. She's the president, right? Yep. It's, it is a big deal, though. Not only is a woman. I'm not saying it's not a big deal, but you know. I get what you're saying. And say, I know she's trying to be humble and downplay right. and stuff right. like that. Right. But it's a big deal, not only for a woman, but for a black woman, you know, to get that position, to be in that power. Like, that's a big thing. But, you know, you don't want to let that get to your head. You want to stay humble. That's how you're going to get the job done. And I'm, I'm rooting for her. Yes, it's, um, I like what the Raiders are doing over there. They um, they got one of my favorite quarterbacks, Derek Carr. I'm a big believer in them. They know they got my boy Devontae Adams. I feel like this is going to be a playoff team next year. And I just think they've taken all the necessary steps in the right direction to be one of the best organizations in the league in the near future. Turning the pro, turning the organization around. So that's big for her. I'm rooting for her. I don't know much of her background besides what Brandon just alluded to, but who cares? She, she let's get it. Let's root for her. She has ties. To, she also has ties to the NFL, including vice chair of the Las Vegas Super Bowl host committee and board of directors of Allegiant Travel Company which is basically the parent company of the team that has the name right. So she means business. Yeah. And she was buried to Don Morgan, a receiver from the Vikings in from the 1999 to 2001, and the Cardinals in 2002. Shout out to the internet, man. <laughs> man, was in the NFL for 30 seconds. Okay. Shout out to her. <laughs> 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 no, shout out to the um, Sandra. Sandra, yes. Shout out to Miss Morgan. She's pretty too. I'm not, not, just wanted to throw that fact in there. <laughs> that being said, we're gonna move right along. Moving right along, we're gonna. This is the segment we call penalty kick. It's our quote unquote rapid fire. Basically, the. Uh, News stories we basically care about from the week. Um, Michael Harris was the wins rookie of the month. I don't really see who else you could give it to. I guess him and Spencer Strider are going to be competing for this month. Both of them still on fire. Let's go. Keep on cruising right into the All-Star break. You know what I'm saying? Get healthy. Uh, get rested up. Keep it moving to the second half of the season. But um, with that being said, he's uh, he's been what... We've needed, especially in the nine-hole spot. And um, Chip said it last night on the broadcast. I'm, be- I'm willing to bet any amount of money he won't be hitting ninth the rest of his MLB career. But it's perfect in this lineup. I like it. How y'all feel about it? I don't see who else you could give it to. <laughs> Employee of the month. Shout out to um, Michael Harris. He hit his first home run at home, I think. To, uh, Thursday, yeah. yeah. Shout out to he him. He hit his first home run into the chop house last night. He did. Um, shout out to him. Upper deck too. Stock bridges very own. Yes, yeah, sir. Shout out. Okay. Um, yeah. Shout out to him. Yeah. Just shout out to him. Putting on for the city. Putting on for his own town. That's that's his dream come true. Hey man. That being said, next up, the Sharks, Los Angeles, right? Mm. Where the Sharks from? Uh, yes. Well, either way, NHL's Sharks, um, not the Sharks from, uh, what was that movie? Any Given Sunday. They um, they hired the first black GM 
Hey man, shout out. I'm all for black excellence. So black people out here doing what they gotta do. How y'all feel? Uh, yes. I like the move. He was a three-time, four-time All-Star in the NHL. Uh, he knows hockey, played hockey, grew around hockey. It's not just one of them. Oh, we trying to throw somebody in there of color to let them fail or trying to do some weak diversity plot move. It's, like it's a real, the NFL. Yeah, it's a real deal hire. And he just happens to be black. And it's, that's another big power move because it's a, another sport that's predominantly white that has stigmas on it that that's a white man's game and that's not for us and stuff like that. But I feel like every game is for everybody, you know what I'm saying? Like, let's just make it like that. And he's paving the way for that. He can make hockey cool for not just regular black kids, but for more white kids who who might not be in those areas, you know what I'm saying? So, like, he might be, you know, the face that could do that or the voice that could do that with the Sharks leading him. So. I think most people, black people feel like that. Um, we we don't want to be hired because we're black. We want to be hired because we're qualified. We just happen to be black. Yes. Yeah. Um. Shout out to him. Yes, they're the San Jose Sharks. That's nah. the Bay Area. Um. Up there, but um. Shout out to them for hiring him. Like Kevin said, it should make the game more interesting. I've been uh, watching hockey for about two three years, so. It's been interesting. Yeah, so. And the moment Kevin's been waiting for, Mr. Aaron Judge hit his 30th home run before the All-Star break. Um, shout out to Aaron Judge. It's kind of like watching the Warriors, though. We all know none of this matters. Y'all don't do nothing in the playoffs. So, we're going to see. Like Jordan said, at this point um, in the season, I don't really see anybody playing in the um, – ALCS, but the Yankees and the Astros, but we all, if last year didn't prove that anything can happen in the playoffs, then uh, yeah, it's all about what happens. I feel like um, the second half of the season is more important than the first half. Yes, it's always good to get out to a hot start. Yes, you want to get up early in your division, but if you have a better second half than the first half and you peak at the right time, that's usually how you win World Series. No, you win MVPs. Hey, man. They gonna get that, man. His recognition. If we want it or not. <laughs> that is wild. This man went. This man went 0 for 11 with at least six strikeouts. Hey, man. You gotta have a good August. That's how you win an MVP. That is wild. July and August. Shout out to Bryce Harper. That is wild. Hey, man. Y'all know how I feel about Bryce. Right, too nice. Still trash. Bright, bright, too nice. He has been. He was until he broke his thumb. When he was only hitting, he was he was doing something. (laughs) He's gonna be MVP contention again. He wasn't gonna win it though. He ain't contention because Bryce too nice. All right, believe it. (laughs) (laughs) Why his team suck? (laughs) Believe it. But kind old boy still ain't touched on plate. But that's that's neither (laughs) here nor there. He didn't. Yeah. Um. I mean, it's cool. Shout out to Aaron Aaron Judge. Um, Twitter told me that we have to be in an alliance with the Yankees, so 
they're calling it the Brankies. Um, so I can't <laughs> say anything bad about the what's it called? Sorry ass Mets fans are hooked up with the Red Sox because they don't have their own success to glom onto. So they have to hope that the Red Sox can beat the Yankees. And it hasn't worked. So what is theirs? The Mox? I don't know. Bro, get out of here. They suck. They don't have a cool nickname. Oh, but man. um now they're gonna start saying that. <laughs> yeah. The Ritz doesn't sound good. You know? yeah. <laughs> but it's not um, kind of offensive. No cap. No cap. <laughs> no cap. But um, yeah, I feel like it's a cool accomplishment. And on one part, in one one part of me wants him to win MVP just because I don't want the MLB to make two wrongs and to to say, well, we got Shohei in last year, so we got to keep that same energy. As much as I do want them to do that, because I do feel it was wrong that Vlad got um, slimed from MVP. But if I'm being consistent, Aaron Judge is the MVP, and just because he can't pitch doesn't mean that he should be slighted for that. Um, hey, man. Not going to lie. I said that earlier, like, Brankies is, is is really funny. <laughs> it's wild. But I'm pushing it because I, I want a Braves-Yankees World Series. And I'm excited for Aaron Judge because this season, uh, it's, been, it's been good to watch that they haven't been so injury-prone. They've been playing majority of the season, you know. And, of course, they strike out. But for the most part, the whole team from one to nine, we've been consistently having a dominant year hitting. And I think Aaron Judge is going to get 65 home runs this year, man. Come on now. Jesus. 65. We got 30 already, I think. I can see, I can see 58. 60. 60 is possible, but I just don't see it happening. 65 is wild. Yeah, 65 definitely is <laughs> 65, no juicing. Minimum sixty-one. I would bet. I, I, I bet sixty-one though. I would bet with you, but they don't even sell orange fences no more, and I'm still six down. I noticed that. <laughs> I noticed that. I, I bet. That. I, I, was, I was confused. I was bro. just finna start paying you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I got two questions real quick. Um, one: Are you one of those Yankees fans that Chris Broussard was describing yesterday? who can't enjoy the regular season for fear that they won't win it in the um won't win the world series yes it's kind of i'm not in between because like this is this season is better than previous seasons like they're actually playing like better so it's like exciting to see that but it's also like at the same time it's like whatever because we always fold in the playoffs so it's like, are they always get hurt in the second half of the, of, the, of the regular season? So it's like, I'm, I'm not excited about regular seasons. When you're a Yankees fan, of course, other people fans like y'all and anybody else won't allow you to just be happy about the regular season. Like y'all mm-hmm. haven't won since '09. Well, that's more in response to you saying we haven't won a playoff game. Well, since that's with me talking crap. <laughs> but I'm talking about just general baseball fans, like whether because I I I, I rap with someone who who's a Boston fan. And as soon as you as soon as you say something, the first mm-hmm. thing you go to is y'all haven't won since '09. Y'all folded in the playoffs. I mean, you know what I'm saying? So that's like, fair for a Boston fan. <laughs> 
So like, it's like, if he was like a Rays fan, then yeah, I would get it. But that's kind of fair for a Boston fan, especially since they're y'all biggest rival. And then we're based Just and we're judged off playoffs. You know what I'm saying? We're judged off the playoffs. We not judged off the regular season like that. Like if we in the playoffs, we're expected to make a run. And with the way we're playing this season, I'm expecting nothing short of a World Series. I mean, yeah, it's quality teams we can end up playing like y'all. Maybe the Dodgers or so like that. But I should expect at least to be sitting in the Braves Stadium or watching us in the World Series. And my second question for both of y'all. It, do you feel like if they win 120 or so games and then still lose yes. the World Series, are they still the best team? No. No. Wait, if they... If they you win 100 and some games. Like the Warriors did, basically? I feel like it's a little different because the Warriors only won one more game than the Bulls, but yes. Yes. No, they're not still the best team. Uh, no you play to win the game, so. No, because yeah. the best team don't always win in the yeah, series, exactly. so. If if we win 100-plus games, go to the World Series, and lose in like 6-7, probably just lost to a better team in that series, but I still say we're the best team. I don't know if I would go as far to say... I know how we would lose. I don't know. I wouldn't go as far as to say the best team, but I would I would say that y'all would have to make it to the World Series for it to even be a conversation. Yes. But to Kevin's point, the best team doesn't always win, especially in baseball. Um, football, yeah, you got a shot, but I don't necessarily feel the Rams were the best team. I don't even think the Bengals should have made it to the Super Bowl. Um, <laughs> in basketball, I've said this multiple times. I don't think the Warriors were the best team this year. I don't think the Celtics were the best team. I don't even think they should have made it out the first round, if we're being honest. They won. They shouldn't have won those first two games, and that completely changed the series. So, I mean, if we're being honest, I would say there's a shot for them being the best team, but they would have to to blow the record out the water, and they would have to at least make it to the World Series. They got to. Like, at this point, man, all the playoff consistent, like playoff um, letdowns, you got to make it to the World Series. Can't call getting to know ALCS mm-hmm. an accomplishment, man. Like, that, that's not an accomplishment. Yeah. And if we don't make it to the World Series, I'm back on my old rants. Get them out of there. Mike Trout. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. With that being said, um, Michael Jordan and um, IT are still beefing. I don't know what new has happened. This beef has been going on my whole life. So Nothing new, basically. Um, there was an article um, saying that the beef started when Michael Jordan got frozen out of the um, All-Star game. And then IT said, stop lying. Pretty much everybody was hurt. Um, And then Magic and somebody else, Ralph Sampson, I think he said, went off. And that's why you got shut out. Um, At the end of the day, I don't really care. It was just a dominating story. We need to have more summer sports. Yeah, I mean, we need to have more summer. I I know the history of the beef. 
It's just, we ain't got nothing else to talk about during the summer. So, they're like, hey, we're going to bring this back up. I don't know, but certain certain things that Isaiah Thomas be bringing up, he be having points. I mean, at the end of the day, my only thing, my only thing is be careful who you piss off because you never know what they can do for you later in life. Like, um, whether it was fair or not, Michael Jordan was pissed that he didn't shake his hand. And as a competitor, I kind of get that. Like, if I was, if I can show you grace when I lose, and I'm one of the worst losers ever, ever. and you can't show me the same grace, no, nah, no, no. Because I didn't shook your hand three years in a row when I wanted to walk out the tunnel and be pissed off. But you can't give me that same energy? No. No, that's lame. But at the end of the day, I feel like this happened like 20, 30 years ago. Like, get over it. I don't know. These, this is when the league, when they actually had real beef, when they was real deal hooking. Not this pacifier league that we in right now. They just go to the internet and talk like rappers. So... <laughs> They just go and talk like rappers. Like it's a whole different ball game. You need like these are grown men who real deal went through that type of stuff. You can't and have a lot of pride. It's a it's a whole big difference in generations, and I don't think they can let it go because <laughs> Michael Jordan. They both competitors. They ain't gonna never stop being competitors even off the court. And they got that. And they both still be living in the moments. Back, I guarantee they can sit there and have a whole flashback of every finals or every moments they've been in, and then it's like Isaiah, Isaiah Thomas feel like he better than Michael Jordan. We might not agree, but the numbers show that Michael Jordan definitely wasn't the be- better player when they played each other. So, yeah, this is real. Too. This huh? I got you. <laughs> ah. That being said, um, Von Miller said he would have taken a pay cut to go to the Cowboys, but they was trying to give him 70 mil over five years, and I think he got 120 mil over six years. So that don't even make sense. I don't know who. I don't know who taking that kind of pay cut, my boy. Uh, <laughs> Jerry Jones really tried that, man. I said, hey, I'm from Texas. I can play in Cowboys Stadium. Nah. No taxes. No taxes, yes. That's all my 70s. But it's he in New York, though, so he's going to, it's the same. It's going to almost be, no, I probably like. Oh, no, he's going to pay them New York taxes. He just ain't in the city. Yeah, he's going to probably get about, if it's 120, probably like 80 out of him. 90. Sheesh. That's New York. So it's not that big of a gap. I think it was probably that extra year. Probably like some contract talk. Right. Yeah. um, This is. Okay. This is one of those examples where I'm glad it happened. So people can finally stop saying that people just want to. Excuse me. People just want to play for the Cowboys just because they're the Cowboys. And they'll take whatever deal that they want to just because they're the Cowboys. Von Miller is the perfect example of that would have happened if they would have at least gave him a respectable offer. But Jerry Jones tried to play that card too hard, and it failed. Um, he was born and raised in Dallas. Well, not Dallas, but he was born and raised in the Dallas area. 
he grew oh, wait, up a Cowboys fan. Like Tribe Called Quest, Dallas Fort Worth area. I'm dead. <laughs> the Dallas Fort Worth area. He grew up a Cowboys fan. He always wanted to play for them as a kid. All he needed was a contract that was respectable in a state with no income taxes. Mm. That made it that much easier, and you still fumbled the bag. Like, I, I just don't get it. Gary Jones don't want to win. They would have gave him 90, I think he would have been straight. Right. Because, like I said, when Buffalo is going gonna, gonna to cut down to probably about 90. Mm. The Freddie Freeman experience. <laughs> With that being said, before we get out of here, we got to pick this, uh, pick the ending. This week's question is, drum roll, who will win in a versus between Chris Brown and Usher? That'll be a good one. Um, I'm going to personally say Chris Brown because that's a little bit more our generation. Like, we we rock with Usher, but he a little bit older than us. We kind of feel like we grew up with Chris Brown. Speaking of Chris Brown, Chris Brown was the first song... Song I got twerked on too. Shout out to CB man. <laughs> we rock with CB. Um, I said like Carlos Miller. I'm just saying. We rock with CB. Yeah. Um. Watch them grow up. <laughs> when this question was first presented about a year ago, um, I feel like this debate has been going on for the better part of a year. Um, I I definitely would have said Usher. I at no point in time. Even now, would I say it would be a wash one way or the other? It's going to be a close competition. I leaned Usher because I grew up listening to Usher. Usher has a lot of quality hits. Hits. But um, going as time has progressed, I've kind of shifted into Will's mindset of this versus of once Usher plays those hits and you got to come into the new age, he's really not competing with Chris Brown. Like, also for the nostalgia factor, when I was in like middle school, high school, most of my girlfriends were fans of Chris Brown. So I've had a lot of playlists with Chris Brown in it. Yeah, I mean, um, Kevin's favorite song that I had to hear every single day when his girlfriend pissed him off was Strip. Mm. <laughs> or These Hoes Ain't Loyal. So, that one of the two. Okay. One of the two. But, um... Yeah, I feel like when he plays uh, Take You Down or Wet the Bed, those are one of those that nostalgia is gonna kick in. And I don't think other than, like, Burn or You Make Me Wanna Maybe, but, like... I don't know. I feel like I would still have to lean towards uh, Chris Brown. Man, Usher got this dub. And this is coming from someone like Jordan. Jordan already said, I'm a big Chris Brown fan. I was rocking Chris Brown since the first tape. I listened to everything. But one thing about Chris Brown, since the the intro tape with Chris, the debut um, that's titled Chris Brown, all the way up to, I say, Fortune, 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 and a little bit of X. X. I say X because that had five Chinese. <coughs> that, that was his peak run. That's what he was. Yeah, like fame. That's in it. Famous. Oh. Famous before Fortune. Okay. But all of that, all of that, that was his peak run. That's when he was giving out quality R and B tracks, quality hits that resonated. 
with um, the culture and resonated around the world. Uh, after X, that's when he started getting on a little brisk, breezy, bloody wave <laughs> and started doing a whole bunch of other stuff. Music started getting a little bit more extra poppy. He started really re- removing himself from the R&B, R&B wave where he was getting really in depth with the songs and actually giving them impactful songs. Now his music is more poppy and more just, you know, gyrate. You know, all, it's good, but it's just not like it used to be. And um, and with that being said, I feel like Usher still got 20 tracks that can go against Chris Brown. Because Chris Brown, anything that Chris Brown play after uh, what's that Heartbreak on the Full Moon album, the only song on there that he could really play and the verses is probably Pills and Automobiles or whatever that's called. Pills and Automobiles on here. Yeah, that he can play that song because that's a new age song. She's trying to change her life. <laughs> <laughs> like, that, that'll hit and, uh, and go oh, crazy. Baby. And go crazy with Young Thug. But other than that, it's not really no... Um, no no guidance? Yeah, and, uh, no yeah, guidance. And no guidance. And no guidance. Nah, okay. Let's, uh, let's see. Other than that, I don't really see no new age bop bops. You know what I'm saying? How, like, how new age we talking? Because make a movie gonna go. Every time. Every time. I don't know. Maybe we don't need no script yeah. for this. That's Come old. On, I mean, I said how new age. I'm talking about like recently, recently. Because you said when Usher get into the new age, it's gonna be... Mm-hmm. Let me see. It's gonna like... But nah, because Usher can do... Uh, what's re- You said go crazy. Yeah, that's new age. Go crazy, no guidance. Uh, Iffy could probably rock. Iffy gonna rock. Um, what it. about New Flame? Not new enough, but he got Usher on that, so they gotta end with that. Mm-hmm. That's about. Um, let me see. Party. Mm-hmm. That ain't gonna be no Usher song. I mean, he's on the song. <laughs> Usher and Usher and Chris Brown are on party. They got a couple of songs together. I yes. forgot, they got That's why it would be together. a good verse. But see, I'm talking about impactful songs. That's how you win the verses. You see, there's something in this nigga. Okay, yeah, yeah, that song, yeah. Yeah. That was going around. I'm just trying to see what Chris Brown gonna really play after he played the Take You Downs and once he get through his catalog at the beginning of his career, I'm trying to figure I mean, out what he gonna play. He got Deuces. What that's gonna be? I like Deuces, but what that's gonna be? That's gonna be trading places. That's gonna be moving mountains. I mean, that's gonna be. I think it could be trading places. <laughs> it's all about. So, uh, yeah, it's all. Play it's what really just about who plays what at what time. True. Heat. Heat. What's that song? Uh, what's that? What's that last song that he had? That she had. That he had all the kids dancing. With uh, the city girls on it? Uh, no. Free. He he can do. I don't mind to that one. What's that? Um, I don't, really <laughs> don't want to sing on the podcast. <laughs> I don't want to play it because I don't want to get copyrighted. And so you can play I don't mind to that one It is a, it's a song What is that song? <laughs> what is that song? It's with Young Thug on it I mean he got a couple with Young Thug uh, Usher, Usher and Young Thug Usher and Young Thug Is it new? 
No, I'm talking about it's it's not noon, but it's no limit. Oh, uh, no, no limit, limit. But yeah, he can he can that play that. Right. I mean, Being I told you line. it's not gonna be no goddamn whitewash either way. I should go in there. I got it. I think I should go hit. I should gonna have all the older people feeling the music and then like even the younger people when they they hear that music it's good usher got timeless music chris brown do too but usher got real timeless music and all they got it and all them kids got to do is get put on and once they once they hear them songs bro it's over with yeah i mean they're gonna have it bad it's really just about which generation is the judge (laughs) which song gets played where that is true. It's all about location. That's why Gucci Man won his verses. With that being said, that concludes another episode of your favorite podcast. It's not another sports podcast. Remember, I'm one of your hosts, Brandon. Make sure you follow me on all those social media sites. At Rob was there. And this is Kevin. Make sure you follow me on Instagram at Vice City Kevin. Yeah, and this is Jordan. You can follow me on Instagram at underscore this guy 11 twitter this underscore guy 11 can follow the sports pages on facebook and instagram at not another sports podcast twitter in underscore a underscore s underscore podcast um follow me on twitch i actually just yes, got sir. back into um streaming i played brandon on the stream he had the braves i had the yankees yeah, he did. I'm not going to lie to you. Austin Riley should have made a play that ended up changing the series. But my Twitch name is Mr. Underscore Stelia Wi-Fi. Classic um, name. No cap. I'm going to start streaming um, the show, 2K. Probably some more Fortnite. Maybe Madden. Who knows? If Will ever decides to play his game. No cap. But yeah, that's pretty much it. This is... I already said who this is. Yeah, yeah. Make sure, yeah. Be on the lookout for how I'm coming to on all streaming platforms coming at the end of the month. I appreciate all y'all streaming, doing really well overseas and whatever. No y'all count. need to catch up in the in America. I don't know why y'all sleeping on me. Y'all gonna be hating when I don't come over here and I'm always overseas. I'm just saying. Beyonce type beat. Beyonce type beat. You know what I'm saying? You are gonna see Portugal and Belgium and London. <laughs> It could be in Texas or something, but nah, y'all not, y'all not feeling me like that. But anyway, make sure you guys are being safe out here. Yes, yeah, sir. Make sure you guys are washing your hands. Los Manos. Always. Uh, Black Lives Matter. Always. And don't fall for any agendas that they are pushing out here. Be yourself. They pushing hard, they, but they, never. Very, very hard. And with all that being said, go Gators. Wrong time. Frankies. Yes, sir.